On this week's episode of Bungalore on the Bus, we're sitting in a beautiful restaurant on Park Avenue with a friend. Yeah, it's Katie from Polktown. Polktown? <laughs> Polktown? Um, and we're saying it. Do we need to talk about the word tablet? No, that's that's all it. That was it? That's oh. it. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I'm your cute little samosa, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You are my cute little samosa. I'm going to dip you in some Indian sauce. A little chimichurri. <laughs> and uh, here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We sure do. Including Winter Park. Yeah, yeah. Which is not Orlando, technically. No. No, a totally whole, different government. Whole other city. But I expanded. I thought we should cover more white people news. And here we are. <laughs> this and is the <laughs> whitest of white people news. They put the W Winter Park puts the white and white news. Uh, and that's your beer talking, John. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tonight we're hanging out at Tablo Winter Park, which is a beautiful. Oh. Wonderful. So nice. Uh little restaurant just off it's on Park Avenue, but it's tucked away behind this cute little tree it's like a hobbit uh shire over here it is we're like in the hobbit house of indian restaurants uh-huh. and with us tonight is my friend katie johnson from pulp town hey hey are you gonna say hi <laughs> oh, she was like ah she's like, if, I, if i say something that means i have to be on the rest of the show <laughs> but if i don't see anything right now i can just oh. walk away i'm in i'm in perfect right. you're committed right. now this I is am. it so keep Katie, you've been on the show a couple times. Not just while once. I've been here, I though. I thought you've been on twice. No, just once with you at the tequila place. Before it was Cavos, it was the... Don, ho- not Don Julio's. That was downtown. But Something it had like to- a long... It was like a sentence worth of a name. Yeah. Yeah. Of Wait, a made where, up where was brand. this? In Thornton Park. Oh, okay. No. Where Graffiti Junction used to yes. be. Yeah. yeah. Right after was- the truck stop restaurant, it became the tequila place. Truck stop restaurant. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then they gave up on bringing in the trucks, the food Pop truck ups. people. Yeah, it was supposed to showcase a revolving series of chefs that were like from food trucks because at that time food trucks were like the bomb. Yes. And then all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, this is tough," so they just kind of gave up. It sort of went full full in when you call your place the truck stop, and then you stop and having food trucks. And it was so empty in there. Remember, like they could have parked a food truck inside because <laughs> oh. it was just. <laughs> Fun. They were missing furniture for a little bit. Oh, crazy. Cabo's much better fit yeah, for the There was uh-huh. no design. There was no anything in the, no. the place. Anyway, well, we're yeah. glad to have you back. Thanks. This is the first time we've met. Correct. Which is, that blows my mind. No, yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. We've been in the same room, I think, before, but this oh, is the really? first time we've ever, like, actually introduced talks, what have you. Two little hyper local champions yeah. here. Right true. That's true. She does it more than me, though. Do I? Well, yeah, you yeah, got a regular news job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. John is a John's a retired news retired guy. Now he works for, now for, the, man. for the sheriff's office. Yeah, yeah. doing propaganda yeah, for the well, sheriff's. Not really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're calling saving puppies from burning oh, buildings propaganda. True. You want to just jump right into we that? We can. We can. So here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines, and I think arguably the biggest headline right now is uh, they had a fire at the. Orlando Petalines. Yeah, the Petalines of Greater Orlando Thank had a you. massive fire on Thursday night, Friday morning, or no, Wednesday, Wednesday night, night Wednesday Friday night. morning, I'm sorry. At 10.30 p.m. Yeah, yeah, and so it sort of spilled into the next day, and uh, a lot of, of Orange County Fire Rescue was there, and a lot of Orange County Sheriff's, sheriff's officers Here were they there, They had too. deputies on site 
at the time of the fire. I'm sure they got there pretty quick. I yeah. mean, when they hear that that stuff's going on, they race over there. And so we had some body cam footage. We posted it of a lot of our deputies running in to save as many dogs as uh, they could. And, you know, they did what they heart. could. They actually did save all the dogs they could. 24 cats, 24 dogs, and then 17 cats died. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people were really upset about this, which is understandable. But the, the thing was the cats were, like, in the middle of the, the facility. Yeah, the fire was at the front of the building, uh-huh. right? And then and that's where they happened to keep the cats. And yeah. so they just couldn't get there. It's hard. They it, didn't have their gear. The people who were there, it was, they just they happened to be there. But they did since rescue a few cats, too, which is nice. So last night they had said, like, hey, 25, 24. We uh. lost 20 to 30 cats. And then today it's like, okay, 17, because we found like four over here so right. thankfully there's also been some more rescues happening today Good which job, is fantastic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty and sad so though they've been getting a lot of donations which is great mm-hmm. if you want to donate you can go to petalliance.org and think. not just any donation they're looking for wet food and towels right uh-huh. yes yeah which yep. is very specific and you can drop that off at their sanford location mm-hmm. but then the money you can also donate like through to their website and i think they were already over ten thousand dollars last time i checked wow. which was at, like, noon today i'm sure they're they'll do they'll do yeah. good which is great which World is great Pub is hosting like a little fundraiser oh, too nice. over in curry ford west we like them um i would even say love them they're very nice it's really sad though i mean it was a facility yeah. if you're not familiar it's right by mall millennia it's across the street from the orange mm-hmm. county animal rescue and they they do they're a no-kill shelter and so yep. they they take kind of anybody in any pets in well, they kind of they go into they're the county though. they go to the county and kind of take those dogs off like death row and uh-huh. stuff, right yep. sort of give them some more time out of the system to help And they actually just rescued all those animals from Louisiana mm-hmm. when Hurricane Ida came through. So they Ugh. had quite an influx. But then they had 50%, I read, of the animals were all already, like, in foster care. Right. So what was obviously in the shelter is All in happened. Stanford. I think, yeah. they'll get, I think they'll get adopted pretty quickly, though. Yeah, and people, you've sure. seen a lot of people were asking because this same shelter was in the news last week because they had announced that they were closing down their clinic temporarily uh, and it wasn't because they were just closing down the clinic, which a lot of people just thought right. they were just going to close the whole shelter. Right. Uh, but they they just didn't have a vet. And I guess there's a vet shortage, a national yep. veterinarian shortage uh, where you just can't get them. So they were just faced with uh, the tough job of trying to find somebody to fill those shoes. That's a, it's exp- I mean, it's. It probably cost a lot to go be a vet, first off. And then those folks are working in their own private practices. I think you all see a lot of people who are retiring, you know, people who Uh are choosing to retire a little bit early to, uh, I don't know. I'm not a vet. No? No. I could be. No, you couldn't. No, I couldn't. You got a degree in veterinary. Did you go to veterinarian school? No, no. no. My mom did, and she gave up. Really? Yeah. Maybe she should come work down here. I think she'd think about it. She trains dogs now. She wanted to be a vet, and then she went up for a summer break with her friend and met my dad because he was running a gas station, and he loaned her a map. Oh. And then she brought it back. Oh. And then they became pen pals. Oh. And then she moved up and just quit everything. Okay. He was very handsome. I don't blame her. Uh-huh. Yeah, things happen. She was into cartography? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was her thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like I'll show it. you pictures of a handsome guy. He had a little husky puppy, you know, well, living I, in a cabin. Going back to the Pet Alliance, I hope they, I hope they can... Uh, <laughs> You know, figure this all out and get some donations and, and rebuild oh, and do tough. all that. Yeah, this is yeah. sad. Those poor cats. Yeah. I know. And it wasn't a conscious decision to save dogs versus cats. I've right. seen a lot of those comments on social. And no, I'm tired it's just of a correcting sa- it's people. a safety thing too. Like, I mean, you're not going to go into the part of the building that's on fire, especially oh. if you're not somebody who's uh, doesn't have all the gear for it. Oh, you got to get everybody out. Yeah. You can see that clearly. Oh, and they were so cute. The little. 
the little body cam videos. Uh, all those officers. Saying, Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Where can people find that video, John? So they can go to the Sheriff's <laughs> Office Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, or even our YouTube. Yeah. yeah. We shared it on our uh, yeah. Bungalow it was, or Facebook it was, group. It was good to see no. that stuff. Did you guys share it? Are you going to put it in your... I haven't I haven't seen the video. I'll send it to you. Let's okay, give some good. more yeah. context. If people have never heard of Pulp Town before, yep. you sh- you have now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you run a newsletter. It's an aggregate newsletter. I do. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we do a newsletter Tuesday through Friday, and that is where we aggregate the news from local sites, kind of like Bungalore. We aggregate our news from Bungalore, the Weekly, the Sentinel, um, Lemon Hearted, uh, Scott Joseph, Restaurant Guide, all like, you know, we try to pull from blogs and from uh, news sites and do that Tuesday through Friday about what's going on in Orlando daily cheat sheet to the city and then on Mondays I record a podcast awesome love your podcast you it's love it? so you're coming good. on it soon yeah I want to come so back excited. on it was kind of perfect we had just touched base like oh we need to be on Last each other's shows yeah. again and then we just had this it was perfect yeah. cool. timing yeah. maybe you one day John. maybe probably not <laughs> no that's alright well I guess we gotta talk about DeSantis we do. I know we're very hyper local, but but he, he is the governor of our state, so yeah. it's kind of local. He's, <laughs> he's ending standardized testing in the yes. state. I think most people are okay with this. Yes. I mean, I mean, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you might not like DeSantis, but I, I don't know a lot of Democrats that like standardized testing. Yeah, I, I don't really have or anything. a lot of Republicans uh-huh. that like yeah, it. Like no yeah. one really likes it, right? No. No. I think it's for fifth and eighth graders, right? Like that's where the FSA like comes in, where people would take that. Is that I right? Think there's yeah. a third, maybe third and maybe fourth? okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't grow. I didn't go to high school here in Florida. Yeah, but it's changed over the last like 10, 15 years yeah. as well. It's crazy. And he's not just cutting it out. He's going to replace it with a different kind. Did you of, hear what it was called? I think no, I wrote it. It's like progressive test, though, right? Like they're doing it throughout the year instead of three, like three three small tests. Yeah, like if you, it's not going to be like, oh, if you fail this, you're you you can't pass. It's no. okay. We're going to see how you're doing throughout the year, and if you're doing poorly, we're going to fix it in the middle of the year instead of the end of the year. And first, fast. It's just failing you at the end. It's, uh-huh. it's called Fast Florida Assessment of Student Thinking, which sounds very like Zoolander. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, what so is this a school for ants? School for yeah. ants. Isn't that what it sounds? Yeah. What is this a school for ants? Mm-hmm. And they promise seventy-five percent less testing. I think. I mean, I think these are common sense things that people, no matter what party you belong to or what you think, like people are like, oh, like this is a good idea. Yeah, for sure. And, and if Meet you can them do this. Yeah, and if you could do this for like a lot more government, I think more people would be appreciative. But that's not how that's it works. That's why I was surprised because I was like, "Well, what? Why? Why well, this all of a sudden?" So, so I, I had read a story about kind of why maybe all of a sudden was you got may- the deets? maybe because <laughs> of all the hits he's been getting against like like masking and, and what he's oh, doing. Oh yeah, to do something the, good. Yeah, oh, so he exactly. does care about the students. Yeah, yeah well, to, some, right? to somewhat, to some degree. Like does maybe he care it's about like the, the manatees offset. too, because I'm tired of hearing about the manatees all dying too. Yeah. All right, really? You're going to move to manatees? I want to. Well, yeah. Okay. It's, it's All right. Kids to manatees. Kids be damned. Yeah. You're just, <laughs> you know, sea cows. Kids are basically just sea cows on land, right? The <laughs> they don't eat as much lettuce, though, <laughs> kids. I just wanted to save them. But anyway, I, I think most people are, are, are excited. Sounds about good. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a good thing. You're a good thing. Thank you. Uh, NPR just discovered that HUD, the housing. Oh, I'm having a moment. Uh, what does it stand for? You, the urban development. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Housing and urban development uh, sells flood-prone homes to Floridians without disclosing it. 
Correct. Was it just Floridians or was it all over? It's all over. Yeah, yeah. Twelve, but just twelve percent of the homes sold or whatever is happening in Florida. All right, all right. Like so it's can, a big number. You can have a home, but you got to live where a lake might be <laughs> in low-income neighborhoods. Uh-huh. Yes. So it's also like targeting like low-income neighborhoods. They're selling these homes without which, in their favor. I would argue that a lot of those homes were built in low-income houses on purpose because of segregation issues. So I think when they're looking at rehousing, like they buy these cheap homes uh, off market and then try to, like they're incentivizing people with lower incomes to buy those homes. Uh, I feel like they're they were kind of served up. Yeah, I don't think homes. it's ill-intentioned. I don't either, but what could seem mm-hmm. ill-intentioned is it's the not fact that they're it. not disclosing it. And right. So if you're buying a home in a flood-prone area from a private seller, they are obliged to tell you because it affects your insurance, insurance. costs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And whereas with HUD, it's just a, they, they're not obliged, and therefore they are just not telling people. Yeah. And so they're seen mostly in what, South Florida? Is that what they Yeah. yeah. I, I had heard a snippet of a story on the way to work the other day, and the guy was like a veteran. And, and he had been sold a house through HUD, and he's uh. like, and he had no idea. And, and, like, the reporter had to tell him, like, oh, hey, your, your house is in a flood zone. He's like, oh, I had no idea. Like, that, that's not good. Right. Yeah. And I wrote about it, or we shared it in our little buddy Facebook group. And, and somebody, the first comment was this girl say, you are obliged to do your own research. <laughs> Boo-hoo was basically what she really? said. Really? I, I don't and get I was it. Like, oh, she means the person who bought the house yeah. should yeah, look yeah. to see where they are living. Yes. Which I think that's I giving to people that. too much credit and not, and I don't mean that meanly. I just mean that like you, like we are innately born to like trust people to look out for the common good. Right. So you think if someone's selling you a home, you're not necessarily going to walk away and think, Oh, you're setting me up for failure with oh, this. Yeah. Right. You so I think. actually like, yeah, you could do your research and for sure that, I mean, I get it, but when you're, when you're buying a home, Ex- there's so many things you're juggling, especially Correct. if you're a first time home buyer. Correct. Like when I bought my home, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I'm just like, Oh yeah. The inspector says it's good. It's good. That's the one. No- but I have no idea if yeah. he's being truthful or not. Yeah. I mean, I also trust my landlord when he tells me that the crack in the wall doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, are you promised? Like, like, are you sure I'm not going to cave in? Just ignore the, that and pay me the, the rent on yes. Monday, on, on the first of the month. That's literally that's literally what we go through, too. And our house is slanting. Yeah. And yeah. It's, there's little car jacks holding it up. Except like, for his crack is right down the up. middle of the floors. And you're like, this ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if it's slanting, yeah. it's like probably sinking. You, you know, got sand, oh, you got sandworms sure. coming through. Oh, I hope so. That would make <laughs> it more exciting. Anyway, if you want to read more about that story, NPR just released mm-hmm. it. WMFE has it on their site. Uh, fantastic story. I think they're killing it lately. NPR WMFE. WMFE? Yeah. Yeah. If only, so my only gripe with them, I'm going to say it here publicly on our show. <gasps> That's they, the beer. No, no, it's not the beer because I've told Matthew Petty this a number of times while we play hockey. Who's Matt Petty? He is a, uh, I don't know, news director is his title now, I think, at WMFE. Yeah, you fancy. When they moved Terry Gross from 7 p.m. to 3 p.m. Oh just my ruined my whole night. You are so old. Well, You're no, they play that. <laughs> Play that Canadian show that oh, has a it? very limited audience. I Brendan's like, sign me up. That's yeah, me. Yeah. What, <laughs> Quirks and Quarks? Oh, uh, wait. Maybe that's at eight. Anyway, <laughs> they moved Terry Gross from seven to three, and it, I can't listen to her at three. I'm at work. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I tell him secretly a 90-year-old man. It pretty much is. But I tell him, but when I see him, I say, look, I'll donate more to your station if you move her back to 7 p.m. What did he say? 
He'll see what he can do. He wants to shake. He just he wants to be the boss over there. You think so? Yeah. Matt's I don't know. Ready. I think he's ready. I think he likes doing what he does. Well, he's also a Kiwi, so he's very humble. Uh-huh. Is that a slur? Can you say that? Yeah. As yeah. a people. Kiwi? Yeah. No? Really? Yeah, because they're She's white. She's shaking her head. Yeah. 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 Okay. Kiwi. What's, okay. Well, I'm not saying they're fruity. No, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been to New Zealand. Really? Oh, uh, have you? No. Okay. I would, though. I know. Oh, I would, I would go. All I would never there. come back. I have a good friend there who uh, we used to smoke and go on bike rides. He <laughs> works in the movie industry there, so he builds all the things Adult for the Adult movie industry. <laughs> he just made the Amazon Lord of the Rings. Lord. Oh, nice. And he's Canadian. I can't even think of there. an adult name for Lord of the Rings. I'm sure I could if you gave me some time. I like, can a, like a porn title? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh. I can think of some porny names. Lord of the, the Something Rings. <laughs> I mean, we can go. Like, there's yeah, there's all right. Some. We're just going to okay. move on because I just thought of something. I've been to play Alinda. Yeah. I know what's up. <laughs> How are we doing? Are we doing okay? We're good. Time? We're good. We're good. All right. Uh, Florida legislature is looking at restricting smoking on beaches and public parks. Really? Yeah. Great segue. We're All just talking beaches? About yeah. Okay. So it's tabled. Someone submitted it. Two people. Mm-hmm. And uh, one's from Sarasota and the other from Brevard County. And they, the bills would allow counties and municipalities to restrict smoking within the boundaries of their public beaches and parks. Can they not do that already? Like no. if you're, like, I think a, you're like Volusia can't do that? Because it's public access, right? Like, it's not like it's not anything that they have been able to do so far. I mean, like, they could, but I, but they haven't yet. Because oh. it could be challenged. Yeah. So, wait, I could drive on the beach in Volusia, but I, but, and I can also smoke. I think that's it. why, like, when you go to Play Linda and you see those those signs and they're like, no, no nude sunbathing. Because that's the local Titusville people are saying, you can't do that. But they don't enforce that. No, because it's a national park. And so the national park says you can do whatever you want. Okay. Right? And so, and their and their national park employees are the ones that are going to enforce where and when you're naked All right. in public, right? I think the bigger. I mean, I don't want to be next to somebody who's smoking cigarettes on the beach. Although I used to smoke a long time ago, I think the bigger issue is like the cigarette butts. Like people I smoke and they that. throw yeah. them out, and then seagulls that. eat them and die and all that stuff. Arsenic, all this like uh, fiberglass. Yeah. yeah. I pick. I'm the guy that's picking up trash when I go to the beach because yeah. I don't want to just sit there, yeah. right? I got to do stuff. I bring my little pickle bucket uh-huh. from from fire fire. And he's naked so. doing it too. Yeah, shirt, shirt. and his little pickle thong. <laughs> <laughs> I look like uh, Winnie the Pooh. Just shirt balling it. Um, I used to work in a bar, and I would actually go around and just pick up the cigarette butts with my hands, uh, and people would be like, "You're so gross!" And like now, I can't imagine no. actually doing that. Uh-huh. But back then, like it was, it was like, "Oh my gosh, it's the easiest way to do it." What am I gonna do? Like walk around with the, the thing to cl- like clamp it? Like it doesn't make sense. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that I never realized how gross smoking really is. As like someone who I like, I smoked in high school. It was I the cool too. thing to do. Oh yeah, yeah. I would still smoke if it was healthy. Yeah, totally. Like, it was fun. Yeah. You know? I used to smoke when I had a flip phone. Uh-huh. I had a flip phone. I'd smoke my cigarettes in Istanbul over in yeah. Turkey. I was with all these street kids. We were just smoking. It's also nice to smoke when you're holding your flip phone in the same hand. Yeah. Well, it's no, very like, talented. No, the other hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but you were just so cool and tricky. But it's nice to smoke it. when it's cold outside. My too. razor. Using your T9 yeah. to text. <laughs> Get it. Was it Nokia? We got to take a break, Brendan. <laughs> oh, let's okay. take a break. Let's take a break. Let's go have a cigarette. Okay. We'll see her come back and finish our delicious food here at Tabloid Winter Park. Yes. Can't wait.
This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Grow your baby's literacy and Spanish skills. Mama Ganza is a Spanish immersion mother goose on the loose with interactive songs, rhymes, and activities on September 20th. 52 Weeks of Gratitude on September 20th will keep you grateful year-round. Grab a deck of playing cards, some glue, and pieces of paper to create a unique gratitude journal. Speaking of gratitude, I'm grateful for all the resources the library provides me for free. It's National Library Card Sign-Up Month, and I'm inviting you to join me as a proud library card holder. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. NZN will be home to the 27th annual South Asian Film Festival, taking place October 2nd to the 4th, featuring a diverse look at the Indian subcontinent via film sourced from around the world. The festival is co-presented with the Asian Cultural Association and offers four features, seven shorts, and ten premiere films and should not be missed. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup blah 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 movies from the dewitt law firm it's the official attorney of bungalower and the bus it's mo dewitt and this is mo in a minute hey mo how you doing good how you doing john i am good now a lot of people drive company vehicles for work okay and they drive here in orlando and what happens if they get in an accident in a company vehicle who can i sue or can i get compensation I mean, why would you ask me that question? I'm just you think, wondering. You think I know? I, I'm just okay, wondering. Okay, I'll give you the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a company vehicle, um, whoever hits you, if they're at fault, of course, their insurance is going to be liable. But most company vehicles also have uninsured motorist coverage or UM coverage on it. So you can take a look at that. Now, if you're also on the job, you could also have a workers' compensation claim because workers' compensation law, it doesn't matter who's at fault. If you're working and you get injured, then you can go through the workers' comp system. So there's a, a number of different ways that you can approach it. Um, but if you're in a company vehicle, then yeah, definitely the person who hits you, they're going to be at fault. You're going to take a look at their insurance, but you're also going to look at the company's insurance. And sometimes people get a little weirded out about that because they say, oh, I don't, don't want to get fired or this or that. Um, you know, typically with with uninsured motorist coverage, it shouldn't raise their rates. It's not a they're not the at fault party, right? They're just there in case there's not enough coverage from the person who hit who hit you. And then as far as workers' compensation goes, I mean, that's what it's there for. They're required to give you the policy. And and actually, workers' compensation was designed originally to kind of keep medical costs down overall. Okay. So people, again, anytime you ask for their insurance policy, they get a little weirded out, but they really shouldn't. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're in a company vehicle, you definitely want to take a look at both insurance policies. And there can be a number of avenues to go after there. And no matter what, if you're working, don't be texting while you're driving. You said it. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I'm just happy to be here. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. We got a guest tonight, Brendan. It is, and it's not your mom. 
It's oh, it's Katie. It's Katie from Pulp Town. <laughs> it is. It's Katie from Pulp Town, not Bus Decker's mom. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, if you like what you're hearing on Bungalore and the Bus, be sure to go over to bungalore.com and read all about it because yeah. uh, we don't make anything up on there sometimes. But, but when I'm talking out loud, <laughs> things happen. Uh, yeah, but follow Brendan on, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Follow Katie in Pulp Town as well. At Pulp Town, right? Yes. Or is there a dot in there? Nope. No, I made no that dots. up. It is on the website, pulp.town. Okay. But Instagram, Facebook, and all those things are pulp. And pulp you, you can town. sign up for your newsletter for free. Yep. But then you also have a membership program. I do have a membership program um, that is $8 a month. And we have... Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Um, and yeah, our membership program, we just offer a few like little extra perks. Nice. Like what? Yeah. Tell me Tell me one thing I can get for eight bucks a well, month. Well, I don't have a keychain. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Um, but I do. Uh, you do, and I love it. I had a keychain back in the day for like swag, but not a keychain that I can flash and be like, give me some discounts. Uh-huh. That's why I use bungalows. Um, but we do like different things for the community. So for the newsletter, typically everyone gets to read it, but if you're a paying member, then maybe like we're going to plan your weekend for you. Oh, for all right. So we'll do like a weekend itinerary or round up other exclusive like content we would normally share and then also play like fun like trivia and other things like that nice. membership and when right. there's no pandemic you do some really killer events we did we gosh we had so many good events yeah we were just hitting our stride and then i was like hey here's a pandemic for you it's like i right, know more events well i uh, want to do events with you yeah. i want to do events with you outdoor okay. events we can do outdoor events right yeah, they we, could do city soccer games where you can do an event we're gonna talk. All right. Yeah, because there's All things because right. there's things that I want to do, and it makes more sense if we do it with somebody else. I agree. Together. Yeah, I agree. It's better to do things together. Yeah, like what, Sean? I, <laughs> just in general. Uh, and the keychain. Actually, I'm glad you brought it up because if you bring your bungalow buddy keychain here to Tableau Winter Park, you unlock a 15% discount. Nice. But they also, nice. when they launched that, they also launched a service industry discount. So you could also just be in the service industry here and unlock that same discount and their without food, the keychain. We, we just had a bunch of food. We're going to get a bunch of photos on Instagram and Facebook. Oh my God, so good. So good. So, so, so good. What was good. your favorite thing that we had, Katie? Oh, um, mine would be the last thing, the um, vegetarian, what is that called, Misty? It Tell was like me. a paneer oh. cheese curry thing. It was so delicious. And then that was on like the little potted rice. Oh, yeah. Mine, so was, the, mine was the chicken thing that we had. Mm, the oh, three so chickens? Three the four chickens. chickens. It four was chickens. It was like a sampler of like the different. Oh, um, no, 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 no. The, the last thing we had, like the, the butter, butter chicken. chicken. Oh, butter. Well, yeah, because you're good. a basic Betty. I, well, no, it was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it's like the, It's like getting... Pad Thai at a Thai restaurant. Which is fine. Yeah. I do love Pad Thai. I do too. <laughs> yeah, why you Who am I talking to? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here on Bungalow Bus, we talk about the news. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just hit my cord. Are we okay? You can still hear me? Yep. All we're right, good. good. Uh, there's a new, the new downtown Orlando Museum, the Orlando Museum of Art. Did you see this, Katie? I did. I did. I think because of you. Oh, I know. Gross Spotter actually wrote it. I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you mean just in general? Uh, originally. Mm-hmm. Gross Spotter just did a follow-up article, uh, and, and I have the renderings. They convinced the building owner to activate this rooftop deck that they were going to have. They weren't going to do anything with it. They were just going to leave it. And the new museum director... His name is, I forget, and I don't have it written down. Um, oh, that's awful. I'm going to get fired. He convinced them to activate it and turn it into an outdoor, like, lush garden area with Chihuly sculptures, like up they do in Seattle. There's, like, over by the uh, Space Needle or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Chihuly glass yes, sculpture. Yeah. They had one it's in Orlando so cool. Museum of Art already, right? Like but the blue uh, and yellow thing in the middle? Yeah, right. That? Yeah, that like activation. Where, where is this museum supposed to be? It's going to be in South Eola. So mm-hmm. that's just south of Lake Eola, where all those big high towers are going. All right. Closer to like greenery, creamery. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Is there Four, a vac- what's what's there now? Like? Just a vacant lot? Like surface parking. Yes. Ah. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a, a multi-story yeah. like downtown. Just like residential tower or mixed use. There's going to be some like shops and things on the bottom, but then residential up above you know, it. Are these the micro apartments or no? No. Okay. That's but there the was a move. There was movement on that. I think those are called the James apartments. Okay. Right. Wait, I'm confused. Is it a museum or is it apartments or both? Both. Okay. That's what I said. It's okay. mixed use. All right. Mixed use. Yeah. Which means which means mixed use. No, uses. I know what the word mixed use means. <laughs> okay. But it I'm means saying, both, John. <laughs> but I'm saying so wait, I thought that, so wait, is the museum moving downtown the, or having an no, annex downtown? The, annex downtown. And okay. it'll be on the ninth floor, which is where this uh rooftop deck will be. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it'll All be right. like the Met or something. Mm-hmm. Is it the Met? The Met's a whole building. Probably a great place for a wedding later on, too. Yeah, it's going to be be a great venue. Banging. And Mm -hmm. then those apartments up above the ninth floor are going to be looking down at this glass sculpture oasis. And you can just like go down the elevator to a museum. Yeah. Wow. Like, who's not going to want to live there? Yeah. It's just like one floor of a museum, right? Not like a whole. I think it's going to be a couple. I think it's two floors. The whole building will not be the museum. (laughs) It's not going to be nine floors. I mean, that that is a thing, though. What are you not getting? I'm just just making sure that. (laughs) What are you. Are you listening? No, I am listening. Are you trying rice? I'm thinking of our listeners and like, whoa, there's a whole museum that's going to be No, they're all laughing at you right now. Everybody's laughing at you. Both of them are not laughing at me. And I have to say, the director's name is Aaron DeGroff. Thank you, Missy, for passing that over to me. All right. And he's doing some great things with the museum. But they're staying put in Lockhaven. This is just like another location, right? Oh, that's funny. They're staying staying put in Lockhaven. Yes, true. (laughs) Having another location. That's right. What is is happening? Well, they talked. No, no, no. Before before you just just dump on me here, they had talked for a while that they were going to totally move somewhere. No, they they didn't. They were going to Lake Nona. Yeah, they were going to totally move. No, there was talk. They were looking. They always wanted another downtown museum. Okay. And they hired Tavistock to find them Mm -hmm. a space because there's a real estate development firm, right? And Tavistock, after a while, they were like, oh, we can't find anything, but we could <laughs> move, do something in Lake Nona. And so there was talk. Like, they made an offer. Here's a space. If you want, you can come to Lake Nona, but you'd have to move. Or everything. something like yeah. that. Everything, and so that was and almost offered, said they're out. And then everybody was like, oh, my God, they're moving. And everybody freaked out. All but, the people that probably never go to the museum freak out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Right. There were a lot of members who were flipping out. Like, okay. well, never. Yes. You will pull our membership fees. We're not going there. But it was all just on the table. Nothing had been really decided. And that was with the former director, who apparently not a lot of people liked. No. The yeah. new directors bring in all these like cool things. Next Friday, they have a media preview of Orlando Museum of Art, the new stuff. Yeah, what, the 24th? 24th, I think it's Friday. Are you going to that? I think I just messaged Amelia today because I was like, I'm supposed to be out of town on Friday, but if I'm in town, I want to come, but if I'm not, can somebody else come in my I place? I like their media previews. I, t- I try to go. So I, we're definitely going to be there. And then they have... Their yes. renovations are opening up because they were closing the renovation. They were closed for yep. renovations, even the shop. And then they're doing a basquiat yep. thing, right? No, they're bringing in some big heavy hitters. It's going to be exciting. Right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Art in the street wise, if you don't like the man, the institution of art, man. Uh-huh. Uh, did you hear what was happening at Walls of Thuhwa? No, I don't even know what that is. No? Oh. Uh-uh. 
I don't know if I want to give you the long story. I'll, t- I'll give it to you. Okay. When I worked at Orlando Weekly, I wrote a story. How called, much money did you make there a week? Oh, uh, a day. An hour. An hour? Yeah. I don't know. More than 15 bucks? Less. Okay. All right. <laughs> I won't get into it, but they're mad about it. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. So. Can you hold? Can you put sure, a pin sure, in that? Because sure. we'll, I think we'll we need wait. to talk you know about it. Yeah. He's about to get to you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. All right, um, so you made less than 15. Oh, I made thirty thousand oh, dollars. That's probably more than fifteen bucks an hour. Right? But I was working every hour of every day. All right, then no. Well, like, you do that now. And anyway. I got in trouble because I wasn't inputting enough events in the calendar, uh-huh. and the publisher was like, "You need to do more." And I was like, "I'm literally only doing this until midnight. One <laughs> event, one event every five minutes, because you, you have like- this archaic system." Like, what uh, do you we, want we me to do? Back to, I, like, back I, to. I would make more money farming this out to people in another country <laughs> and then just, like paying them like $200, uh-huh. you know, a pop. Nobody wants to work here in America. Nobody wants to work. Anyway, not for that. <laughs> oh, uh, especially a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> I just went down. I just went down around. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you start the, did you get the Instagram account going with the walls of? Well, not the Instagram. So I wrote a story called tagging sucks yo and <laughs> for Atlanta weekly and i basically got like a death threat from this guy who reached out to me and said like you don't know what you're talking about you're you're awaking the dragon you know like you need people if you did this in miami you would be dead right now and so i kind of like sleuthed him out reached out to him and we talked because i was mm-hmm. like what is this what are you talking I, about but give me some context here because i'm you're talking like graffiti. Just graffiti. Okay. Like tagging. All right. And I used to do that. Yeah, I was yeah. a street artist. I used to tag railway cars uh, all the time. What was, was your tag? Beekeeps, oh, which right. is our beekeeper, <laughs> right? Which now my Instagram is uh-huh. beekeeps. Anyway, see, so this is a long story. We The end of the day, it became about access. He felt like local taggers at that time uh didn't have access to the opportunities other people did. And if they had walls where they could practice and not tag other people's walls, then they would be safer and you would see less crime. And I was like, well, that sounds great. Let's hook you up. And uh, Fahua in it's really the milk district was yep. getting tagged, but they worked with Joanne Grant and this guy. And now it's this revolving series of uh, throw ups. They call it uh, murals, okay. like graffiti murals. I like it. And so the city that recently, because the tagging in mill 50 and milk has gone crazy lately, uh, oh, the man. city went and penalized. They, they filed a, like a permit violation with against foe and they tried to shut it down really and we were going to write this whole story about it and everybody was kind of like wow what do you mean this has been grandfathered in everybody knows what this is and it was just the city not knowing what was up mm-hmm. i just found that it was i meant to keep this a very short and sweet story but it turned into a 10 minutes but of like tagging show. on like the steak and shake and stuff like there's several businesses along colonial that have definitely been tagged recently the van at uh the center the lgbtq plus oh, yeah. alphabet yep. soup mm-hmm. center yeah Tell, who tags a vehicle right booze badger remember that guy no he was he was a prolific tagger here re, uh in orlando and he got caught but he tagged people's boats as and, booze and their homes. Yeah, booze badger. Oh. Just put it on everything, which I thought was a great tag name. Anyway, you were going to talk about I forgot Orlando Weekly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlando so, so this is what I know. Of Hawkers. So, so Hawkers. Uh, I don't know how the story got out there, but somehow the Sentinel wrote a story about. Hawkers, Hawkers of, sent out a press release. That's what I thought. I didn't know because I'm not on that. To that all list. the media people. Like, say, hey, look at our employees. They make at least 15 bucks an hour yeah. and we're keeping them. We've and, solved 
employee retention issues yeah, yeah, yeah. by so, paying people more. Yeah, and so they make 15 or they make 8 if they're tipped employees, which is great. I mean, whatever. That's great for them. I made $2.50 in a tip position at Disney. Yeah, you almost yeah, made like $100,000, right? So I think when I yeah. left the industry like six years ago, I was making three ninety five plus right. tips. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it's something crazy. Don't ask me so. to do side work. I say yeah. this every time. If you're paying me that little, I'm not filling my ketchup. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, there's all these stories out there that uh, Hawkers was paying their employees good and they're, they're keeping them and they don't have to retrain people. All that. Yeah, great. Kudos great for to them. hawkers. Great for them. Yeah. So then I guess like the weekly put out like a, a, a yeah, column <laughs> that was a blowback. A blowback mm-hmm. like, great, you're giving 15 bucks an hour. That ain't enough money to live on. Right? I mean, yeah. essentially that was what they were saying. Yep. And I think they were getting in like a back and forth with the Sentinel. That's what I had heard. Well, because Amy, po- Amy Drew, Drew would post She didn't her write story. the story, though. And but, she was like, but this she is great. covers. And then I commented, as, I was like, oh, but that Orlando Weekly clapback, what's that about? Because uh, you were stirring the pot. <laughs> uh, a little bit. A little bit. Because <laughs> so, I want to know what they'd say. But it's interesting. So, so, Alex, so my, wait, before you go too far, Brendan, my oh. take on that was yeah, I mean, $15, you know, it's not a ton of money and, and all that. But, but I've worked in journalism. I don't know what they make at the weekly, but I'm sure it ain't it ain't buku bucks. I mean, yeah, maybe it's if not. you're the editor, maybe if you're a higher two reporter, people work there now in the editorial department. They ain't paying they ain't paying a ton of money. They might pay more than fifteen, but they ain't like and it might be wrong. I might be wrong about this number, but photographers ask them uh, what they pay. Ask them what oh, they yeah. pay a photographer to go out to an event. Yeah, it's like twenty five yeah. bucks. Oh, exactly. I mean, they they doling out tons of cash over there. That either. being said, that's, that, that's that's sort of saying bad have, things. I have feelings about that writer. Which one, Orlando Weekly or the, the one at Orlando Weekly? Because uh, Alex, Alex, mm-hmm. and he—I'm oh, not going to go there. <laughs> I'll go there. I'll go there. Uh, I think generally, kind of a lazy writer. He'll—he will rewrite other people's things uh-huh. and not do his when own say, work. When you say other people's things, do you mean your thing? Yes. And then I talk to people at OBJ about it. Uh huh. You know, because he will, and they have a paywall. They have a paywall so to keep it OBJ so that subscribers. Does. OBJ does. You have to be a subscriber to see their content, and there are people like Alex who will rewrite it for their subscri- for their platform with no paywall, and that's and I don't know if that's right unless yeah. you're going to do the extra work and make it your own story. And now I'm going to get in trouble because uh, I said. Well, that. no, I mean, but. so so the, the original <laughs> point was like, look, I get it. You're you're trying to call out the Sentinel for for writing a story about 15 bucks an hour, which is. You know, if you work in the restaurant industry, maybe it's not a ton of money. But, you know, I worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't make a ton of money either. I knew that wasn't going to be my career forever. And, and this is a debate for you can talk for hours on it. But I also know probably what they make at the Orlando Weekly. And it's not tons of money either. It's not. I, I think if the story here is $15 is not the only answer, like this is not the answer, then I think that that story has legs, uh-huh. right? Like that is true. Like there are other things that you can do, like as we're, as I think we all now have admitted, we've all worked in hospitality forever, right? Yeah. Like I did for 10, 15 years. And even making $4 an hour, it's even making 15 bucks an hour. Like, yeah, 15 bucks an hour plus like, and now like the promise to like, you know, even the pinery was mentioned about how they're like, you know, offering benefits and things like that. Right. Like, or, or they or want trying to get to, to a yeah, place they're to trying to. That's huge. You know, like that, that, that would be lovely because working in hospitality, that's not something you don't ever have. Like, it's not like you have a 401k. It's not like you have savings, you know, like you, you spend, you make money and you spend money, you uh-huh. know, like that's what happens. Yeah. And so it's, well, it's, and that's well said Katie. And it's, and that's kind of a, uh, 
a follow-up it ties into what uh Fayez's amazing article yes. for the weekly was um for orlando meets and all them when they interviewed those people about yeah like the state of the industry yep. and why it's so tough right now yep. uh for f- to find staff in that industry and speaking yep. of bubaloo's barbecue <laughs> <laughs> so, closed so, so bubaloo's yeah yeah which was one of my favorite places i think in central florida barbecue wise i always liked it there it was good they had good ribs they have good Good food there. That so, location. So the one in Winter Park on Lee Road, uh, they closed recently. They've been open like 35 years yeah. or something like that. Did I thank you for this tip? No, no, no. I just saw it on my on my Facebook feed. So the woman, I don't know if she owns it or runs it or works there. Anyway, she had posted like a screen grab of some some flyer they put on their window that said, more or less, we're closing because nobody wants to work and everybody's collecting unemployment or whatever. I, she went off on something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, oh, man. Leftists. Oh, yeah. Like, like, there's lots of comments on that. I think more people went to that post after everybody picked up the story. And I think so, too. Yeah. 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 A lot of people wrote works. about it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people wrote. I mean, West 2 did something. I think the Sentinel did something. One of our top most clicked stories of the year right really? now, I think, is, is, is Bubble Loose Closing. closing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's an iconic sign. It has been around for a long time, and, you know, it is going to naturally yeah. draw some attention, but I think it's more, then, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't work there. I have no idea. Yeah. I do think it's more complicated than just, what, four it's, people? It's not a black and white he like four, he said He said in his post, though, that he she. had, she, yeah, yeah. Well, there's another post. Where I boom. thought it was a guy. No, it's a woman. Okay. So the four people were working. I don't know why I have to gender them to talk I'm about just saying. it. She's a woman. Four just... people were working there, right? Running the whole restaurant. Yeah. And so they tried to limit hours. And so it was just tough. They said it's it basically just tough. Now I mean, they're all working at the Apopka location. Winter Parker. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. And I, but, but I also want to say this about Bubaloo's. Like I said, I like it there. I, I, I'd go there every now and then. I don't go there a ton. But I also don't know if they were... Um, adapting to the current world of how restaurants operate and how people's tastes are. And I mean, you look at somewhere like Pig Floyd's. Pig Floyd's does barbecue too. That place stays busy. And so, what are they doing different that Bubble Lou's well, They wasn't? got a sweet freaking Instagram. Exactly. Let me tell you. No, but that's what you, <laughs> they do but, some good marketing. But that's what you need. I mean, yeah. if you're going to operate in 2021. Got high voice there. I'm just saying. If, <laughs> if you're going to operate in 2021, you need to adapt to the world of 2021. I mean, you can't say, oh, you know, He's got we a opened, podcast. Thomas, yeah. uh, Thomas at Pig Floyd's has exactly. got a podcast. And not everybody and a YouTube can do channel. that. And yeah, it's not good. A, not everybody yeah. can do that. But yeah. like, no. you know, it, you can't operate your restaurant like it's 1985. Like, no, it, but and if Bubba Loose had come, come on in maybe 2009 or 10 or whatever, maybe they would have a different approach too. You know, but totally. they have been around for like 40 well, years and, and people they need to keep up. We had some people were saying in the comments, the drive through as it worked in forever. Right. You exactly. know, so, so that's a barrier. Like you're, you're creating barriers to people who want to interact with your brand. Especially during COVID where people might not want to sit in a restaurant. And you're telling me you had a drive-thru that wasn't working in the middle of a pandemic? Uh-huh. Even yeah. Beefy King just posted about how like, hey, we're sorry we don't have a drive-thru, especially, or like the drive-thru like doesn't have a covering when you're waiting in the rain and they're like running out and they're apologizing <laughs> for it and things like yeah. that. The truth is, is if everyone could figure it out, like we would, right? Like, we yeah. would, like is yeah. $15 an answer an hour? The answer is providing like whatever else an answer. Like I think we're all just like trying to figure it out right now in that industry. People are still working on it. But I think if you're going to work on figuring it out you also have to adapt and to hold the world. account hold yeah. yourself accountable yeah. for i mean your your food can't be the same as it was when you first opened in 1985 and, and the interior what do you as think, well what do you think about magical dining i've only i i i've done it if i'm at a restaurant and they happen to have it i'll order it but i don't go out of my way you don't know i for me katie um, I'm, I'm actually with John on this one too. I okay. think it, I think it's a cool thing to like be able to like get you part of something, you know, like being able to pay like things that are typically more expensive. 
great. But I also go out to a lot of places. I'm not also, the average person. We, are, we like going to local exactly. spots all yeah. the time, exactly. right? Exactly. Right. So not everybody's I, like that. I didn't know the impact that it had. So we just went to Vinya uh, over in Hannibal Square here in Winter Park. And they said they have just been packed. And, great. The, and the impact is palpable, you know? Yeah. So they just extended Magical Dining through October 15th. You can get a three-course meal for 37 Mm-hmm. 37 and your so money goes numbers. back to good it does nonprofits do you too. remember the nonprofits? it's i dignity and pathlight home perfect mm-hmm. and they both deal with people who are experiencing, experiencing homelessness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is why this is why she's here yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i just what a great person the i bake, hope this is my beer i'm drinking this beer you no know, it's yours it's the, uh, <laughs> the wendy's that had no bacon, no bacon famously over by advent health in ivanhoe village has closed uh, which apparently, according to the comments, is n- not a surprise. Not a lot of people like that. Because right? they didn't serve bacon. I guess. Mike only gets his burgers with bacon on it. And so for him, he never liked going to that one because it was They're known bacon. for bacon. Wendy's They're known for right? not having bacon. That this, one. That one. That but one. Wendy's in general are known for having bacon. Well, right. Like they have a one, Baconator burger. But that one, because it's beside Avent Health, it's no, there's no pork there. They don't serve right. pork. Mm-hmm. And even what about though. The Panera? Do they not have ham at that Panera? They do. Oh, okay. But that's because they have better lawyers and they oh. negotiated <laughs> the lease. So they, and when Wendy's came in, there was just no give. But huh. when Panera came in, they fought to have bacon and pork products okay Uh, closed if we're running out of time but the comfort suites that's right next door to the wendy that place has to close too right i don't know they own the lease they they get the say on what moves into that wendy's next and so if people are wondering what will move in it's not probably not a foxtail because we just have to wait and see what comfort (laughs) suites says i figured an x-ray place and we're out of time all right we gotta go thank you thank you thank you katie for uh joining us here what a thanks for having me. voice of reason Uh (laughs) keeping us on task uh i apologize to orlando weekly and, <laughs> and thank you so much to Tabla Winter Park. So good. Come to Tabla. All the food was fantastic. Like I said, we'll have photos up on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the Delicious. Yeah.